OnePlus, the upstart Chinese phone maker, is out with a premium smartphone that it believes will be a worthy competitor to Samsung's own Galaxy S20. But is it worth your time and money? I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. With me is CNET phone reviewer Lin La, who had a chance to check out both the OnePlus 8 and its higher-end variant, the OnePlus 8 Pro. First off, Lin, can you just sort of take me through the two devices? What are the new bells and whistles? Sure. Um, well, in summary, the OnePlus 8 Pro is slightly larger. It's the more high-end phone. It's slightly more expensive, and it has four cameras. And the OnePlus 8 is more affordable, and it has three cameras. But what's interesting about both of them is that they have 5G. Interesting. And uh, in terms of the any other differences, like when I'm stepping up to the OnePlus 8 Pro, what are some of the extra features that I would get that I wouldn't get with the OnePlus 8? The OnePlus 8 Pro is more advanced, so it has a 120 hertz display, which means it refreshes at a faster rate. Most phones refresh at 60 frames per second, and the OnePlus 8 refreshes at 90 um, frames per second. Um, the 8 Pro also has a few more software tweaks when it comes to um, comfortability and um, the display. And of course, there's wireless charging, which a lot of OnePlus um, fans have been waiting for, and reverse wireless charging. So it charges other accessories. But that is not available on the OnePlus 8, right? Yes, that is not available. Oh, and another thing is that the OnePlus 8 Pro, um, all versions of it is water resistant or is rated for IP water resistance. And the OnePlus 8, its carrier versions are rated for water resistance, but the unlocked version of it is not. That's kind of complicated, uh, but I know. <laughs> uh, so the big question is, how much do these phones cost? Uh, well, the OnePlus Eight starts at six ninety nine for one hundred twenty eight gigs, and if you want to double the memory, that's going to be seven ninety nine. But Verizon is selling it for slightly more expensive, a hundred dollars more at seven. The the one hundred twenty eight gig version is seven ninety nine too, and the Eight Pro starts at eight ninety nine. And then the next capacity is $999. So there's a lot of versions, a lot of memory capacities, a lot of tweaks that we got to consider. But basically, the 8 starts at $699 unlocked is what you can kind of take away from that. Gotcha. And so, I mean, bottom line, because you spent some time with these phones already, you know, how do they stack up against uh, the competition? Specifically, you know, Samsung and its Galaxy S20 line, that's really sort of what OnePlus is going after here, right? It's hardcore users, more savvy tech users. Right. Yeah. I mean, compared to past models and following OnePlus's kind of product line, it's definitely more expensive than years past. I mean, I think it's kind of crazy to think that the OnePlus 8 is now the same price as an iPhone 11. A couple of years ago, we would never think that a OnePlus phone would be the same price as an iPhone. But even that, it's still more affordable than its high-end Android competitors. I mean, the most expensive version of the 8 Pro is where the Galaxy S20 starts. And the 8 doesn't have a lot of, like you said, the bells and whistles of both the 8 Pro and the Galaxy S20. It doesn't have wireless charging, has no reverse charging, and neither of the OnePlus phones have expandable memory. But I do think it's still a good deal. You'll still get some stuff with the Galaxy S20. I think the camera is slightly better and it can record 8K video. The OnePlus phones record at 4K, but that's if you really want to be kind of at the top tier um, edge of technology. And the OnePlus 8 Pro still offers that, and the OnePlus 8, which is the one I prefer, gives a, a really high-end Android experience at you know a couple of hundred dollars cheaper than the Galaxy S20. Yeah, and... Um... 
It's interesting how much time they also spend on one of the colors of the OnePlus 8. It's the uh, Interstellar. Is that the... Oh, yeah, the Interstellar Glow. Oh, I had time. I got to spend time with that. And I got to say, for lack of a better word, it is very cute. <laughs> I, I really liked it, but it does kind of... Um, it traps a lot of fingerprints, so I found myself like wiping it down a lot. But that color scheme, you know, I've seen it before in the Huawei. I think some old uh, previous Huawei phone had it. So I think it's very popular. And I mean, it's definitely eye-catching. But the blue, I also kind of liked. It's kind of more elegant. It's elegant on its own, too. And you brought this up that 5G is sort of a big deal with these phones. They, they talked a lot about going into 5G. If you could talk a little bit of the the variants or the variations of the 5G connections. So for the first time ever, and you you know about this, that the one that Verizon is going to carry um, the OnePlus 8 phone along with T-Mobile. It also works on other carriers, but it's the first time that that Verizon will sell it, and it's more expensive because it starts at $7.99 instead of $6.99 because of its own version of 5G. And I understand that you, Roger, were able to interview Verizon's head of products. Yeah, I had a chance to speak with Brian Higgins, who runs the product over at Verizon Wireless. And he talked a bit about the pricing. And most interestingly, he talked a lot about what the pricing might look like in the second half for 5G devices. So the way I look at it is that so it's going to be sub eight hundred dollars, right? And we and Ronan, I think at the last CES, he talked about that we're going to have a sub eight hundred dollar device in the first half. So this is that device, uh, and then the second half we're going to be sub six hundred dollars. So we're working hard to make sure that we get five G millimeter wave, you know, into everybody's hands. So try to democratize millimeter wave. And so this device here, it's a premium flagship. That's the way it's going to be positioned, um, but at a price that's you know much further down the scale. So something that is going to be more accessible. Because if you look at the devices that are out there today, um, the nearest one that we have pricing-wise is going to be the recent LG V60, and so that was a 949 price point. And then you know you know the Samsungs; those those go higher. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is really starting to bring it down. So what we're creating here is going to be a foundation where flagship can get into that below $800 price point, and you're going to see throughout the year we're going to keep driving that down, not necessarily. You know, at this premium chipset and premium flagship, but we'll keep driving millimeter wave price down into like the mid tier as well. So think about this as kind of the the value for premium is the way we're looking at this device. Brian mentioned also that this phone would uh, be compatible with their upcoming nationwide 5G network. So it's uh, they think that's still a decent value because they're sort of future proofing themselves. Uh, if you buy a OnePlus 8 phone through Verizon, that said, it is more expensive than you know, the, the comparison. So when we talk about price and people being, you know, a lot of more budget conscious, what do you think how these phones will fare when they're in the middle of a global pandemic? I mean, even the keynote, the, there was no audience. It was a, an empty auditorium. What do you think about the timing of this? Uh, that's a great question. I think it's, it's an awkward time for one. Uh, you know, we talked We've talked a lot about how OnePlus has sort of risen up in the U.S. Right? They when they when they got that deal with T-Mobile, it was a big deal. You know, they finally get a partnership with Verizon. I think a lot of OnePlus fans were asking for that. But then they they launch this phone and they're launching in the middle of a pandemic. You know, the the whole benefit of getting a partner like Verizon is getting into their stores it doesn't really help you that much if all those retail stores are locked down. Um, so it'll be it, it, the conversation I had with Brian and with Pete Lau, the CEO of OnePlus. It was very interesting because it, it was almost they almost flipped it. Uh, they flipped the script a little bit, saying that uh, they would actually rely more on OnePlus's base and their sort of 
more savvy customers. This is a company that's been known for selling phones online primarily. Uh, and Verizon is really leaning on that because people aren't going to their stores because they can't go to their stores to buy phones. So they're going to have to go online. So it'll be interesting to see how this launch goes. It is a really awkward time. It feels like it's always awkward to, to cover one of these things. Um, but I, I have to say, like, watching the live stream and just sort of tweeting about it, it was kind of refreshing. It was like it felt more normal that I was like tweeting about phone specs and not like the end of the world. <laughs> so that was kind of nice. Yeah, it was a little a little peek into normality. <laughs> it was. It was. It was. It's. Um, we'll we'll see how these phones work well. I mean, uh, one of the one of the other issues uh, I kind of brought up, and I, I imagine a lot of OnePlus fans are going to be upset about, is there is no OnePlus Eight Pro variant on Verizon. In fact, I don't think T-Mobile is selling one either, right? No, it's just the OnePlus 8 are being carried by U.S. Um, carriers. Where, whereas, like, you know, I would say a vast majority of hardcore OnePlus fans are probably going to gravitate towards the Pro, which means they have to pick between either a Pro or a OnePlus 8 with millimeter wave, which is kind of a trade-off. When I talked to Brian about this, he sort of mentioned that they like the price point of the OnePlus 8 and getting it down to that sort of $800 price point was what they wanted because they have a number of high-end phones, right? The Samsung Galaxy S20 is $1,000 plus. They wanted a phone that was a little bit cheaper that had 5G, and that's that's kind of where OnePlus filled the slot. All right, uh, that does it for today. Uh, thanks. You can check out Lynn's full review of the OnePlus 8 and the OnePlus 8 Pro on CNET.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge. Or leave us a voicemail at 862-250-5713. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.